Welcome to the podcast that teaches you how to transform your life and your business. Here is your host, Rick Hyland, and this is CI for Life. All right, welcome to another CI for Life production. I'm here with John Rampton, entrepreneur, connector, and online influencer. You're in for a real treat today. I'm excited for you to get to know John and his skill set and what he brings to marketing. Uh, so, John, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you very much for having me. Yeah, John is also my neighbor, but just moved in from uh, San Francisco area, and uh, it's been a pleasure to get to know you. So, I'm excited to have you tell us a little bit. I know you're uh, an investor and uh, run some co online companies and had a really good year the last several years, growing your businesses by hundreds of percent. So, John, why don't you tell us about what you do, what you've done, and a little bit of the background? Yeah. Uh, well, my name is John Rampton. Uh, you can find me online at johnrampton.com. Um, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I uh, probably am uh, much similar to some of the people that are listening to this. Um, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, whether that be an entrepreneur in a company, um, coming up with different tactics in this, trying to grow a company, or an entrepreneur building my own startups. Um, so I've had, you know, a lot of successes, some very good epic failures. I'm currently the CEO of calendar.com. Yeah. And I know there's been several other businesses that you've grown and I've seen, like, didn't last year, John, in 2020 alone, the businesses you were involved with grew $400 million in online sales. Is that a true story? Yeah, last year uh, in 2020, which was the year of COVID, <laughs> which was a crazy year, um, you know, businesses that I'm a part of did over 400 million in sales uh, that I was like directly over. So yeah, it, it was an odd year. Um, some businesses that I'm involved with were significantly up and skyrocketing and then other businesses were significantly down. So um, I wouldn't say it was like, the best year overall. I mean, it was an amazing year. I can't discount that. It was an amazing year, but I did have, you know, like some issues, like a lot of people listening to this, yep. you know, COVID was a very hard year. Yeah. Yeah. And like you say, some businesses went crazy nuts, good. And, and some were impacted, yeah. particularly those that, you know, have, you know, as we talked about factory floor or bringing products into manufacturing site or offices were significantly right. Cause no one yes. was there anymore. So Okay, right. yeah, you wrote a great article, and I think it was for Forbes, wasn't it? Um, about nine marketing tactics that help get 179% improvement in traffic online. And I wanted you to share those secrets and the secret sauce with the listeners here today. So grab your pens, and John, why don't you take us through it? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, well, I have edited a couple of these. So okay, I'm going to give go. a couple of them. Give uh, us the I'm new and improved give... version. I, yeah, I'm going to give a, a little bit new and improved. So um, new and improved is a little bit more. It depends on where you are in your journey um, on that. But the first thing I say, you know, marketing tactics is you need to, before you even start marketing, you need to know what you're wanting to do, who you're marketing to, and why they want your product. So even before you start, you really need to sit down and evaluate like who you're selling to, why they're selling, like, why are you doing this? Like, who are you selling to and why the heck would they even want your product? 
Because yeah. if you don't, if you can't really answer those things, you're not going to do very well online um, or in, you, anywhere. You're just not going to do well if you don't know what you're selling and who you're selling to. So, you know, even before you start, know, know that. Yeah. So, John, give us an example of one of the companies that you've led, whether it be Calendar or something else on, you know, that very point, the ideal customer and why. What did you yeah. do there to pinpoint that one? Yeah. So with calendar.com, um, when I started, I was using a competitor's product and I really liked their product, but it didn't do what I, you know, everything that I wanted it to do. So I, I first, before I even started, I, I knew what I wanted to do. Next, who are you marketing to? I had to go and I went and asked hundreds of people, like literally just online, offline emails, talking with people, other business owners, friends, I asked them, hey, is this a struggle of yours? And when I found out it was a struggle of those, I went to those and said, hey, if I build a product, would you buy it? And those people were all almost unanimously, every single one was like, yes, I would buy it. So I then went to all those people and I said, all right, now give me your credit card. I'm going to write down your credit card number so I can charge it when I get it. And that's where everybody was like, Oh, let's wait. You know, I I want it. I want to see it. I want to do this. But there was almost 10% of people who gave me their credit card right there. They were like, I want to pay for it before the product was even started, not even done, started. Yeah. That's when you know you have a real product, when people are willing to purchase it. And I recommend it, you know, if you're going to start a brand, I don't know where you guys are at in your journey. If you already have a product and you're on there and you're looking for this 179% increase, yes, I could teach you that. But if you're getting started, you need to have those first customers. They're so important, but get a credit card. Make sure you know what you're selling before you even start. Oh, I love that example. You found a better way to do the calendar found busy executives or people that wanted to be more organized and, and a more, more efficient process. And then your point is well taken. And that's a tricky thing to do, but get the credit card up front so you know that this is a real yes. business need. I like yeah, it. Well, it's also easier to know what you're investing your money into. Um, number two would be have a website that describes number one. Okay. Um, I'm an online guy. So if you want to increase your business traffic, online, you have to have a website and that website needs to describe number one. So pretty self-explanatory there. You need to be able to visualize and tell people what describes number one, um, which is knowing what you do, how to market and who it's for. Uh, Next is optimize your funnel to convert. Um, You need to have an online funnel that actually converts. Um, A lot of people just throw up a website and think because they have a website that it is going to make millions of dollars. That is simply not the case. You have to sit and entertain people. You have to sit and, you know, help them and do this and do that. Everything possible to get them there. And so many people work so hard on getting people to the website and then they don't do anything to optimize their funnel. So that would be, you know, for me, it's not about just growing traffic. Anybody can go traffic. You guys, if you want to grow your traffic, I'll teach you a very easy trick right now. Go write 30 blog posts a day, 30, 
write these blog posts, put them on your blog and post them on social media. You will get traffic. It just will naturally come. Google will start to like you. You did this. This was the first website that I ever did was I did that. I wrote three blog posts every single day. I did that for nine months. Okay. Nine months straight, three blog posts a day. Almost every blog post was a thousand words. That's a lot of work, right? And you got lots of traffic or you built the I got traffic. Lot, I got lots of traffic. How much money was I making? Uh, nothing that converted yet? It. Okay. Zero. I did not make $1 in nine months when I first started selling online because okay. I didn't know what I was doing. Guess what? I then went to a guru. His name was Zach Johnson. And I went and read his thing. And Zach was like, hey, if you want to make money online, you should really have ads on your site. And I was like, oh, my word. Yeah, ads. I actually have to have something for people to click on and buy something or a product, right? I hadn't even thought that far ahead. This was just me and my naive self. Yeah. I, I had I, I I didn't follow rule number one. I just had rule number two and I got traffic, but none of it converted. So um, optimize number three, optimize your funnel to convert. Um, that's really, really important. Hey, can I, I just, kind of going, yeah. yeah go ahead. Love, I, you might touch on this later, but it, it just in case, because I, I know that's what people say, but it's very difficult to do. What what's examples have you had? to optimize a funnel to convert. You've got your webpage, you've got some content. Is it just throwing the products up there? Is it offering for free? How, how do you get that conversion factor you're talking about? You know, for me, when I first started my website, I didn't necessarily have a product. Okay. So I put up ads and I said, hey, you could buy this ad for $150. And I put four of them up there and I put one open and then I put three of them that were sold out. And I put one of them actually sold and the other two, I was given away for free. I was just giving them to a company that I liked and thought others would want to emulate. And then one got bought and then I took one of the ones to emulate and then the other one got bought and I started rotating. And then I added more ads. That was how I first started making money. Now, after that, I actually developed my own book and I wanted to sell my own book. So that I ended up going and saying, hey, if you enter your email address, you get my book for free. And that was my conversion. And that was my converting people. They entered their email address, got added to my email list, and they got emailed the book for free. Or I, I think I actually had a PDF that it pulled up and it emailed them. But it put them into my funnel. The next thing I did was I started selling a course. And when I started selling a course, I went online and I I kept the book, I kept the funnel because that drove people to a newsletter where I could sit and email them over and over and over and over. Um, now I'm going to click, I'm going to skip ahead okay. um, a little bit to um, my tip number nine right here. Okay. Tip number nine is, uh, I, it's a longer one. It's called time versus time or money. Uh, I personally like creating my own content. Now, when you talk about conversion, people see right through BS. People see through it. So if all you're trying to do is convert people to buy your book, to buy your course, to buy your product, to buy anything, that eventually will run out and it will not convert as well 
as when you truly build things and build content and talk online to help people. When you help someone, typically I find that when people trust you, when you help, they begin to trust. When a person trusts you, they will purchase anything you put in front of them. So you have to gain that trust. So number, number nine, I do time or, or money. You have to buy trust or buy content or put out content that people trust. Mm, great advice. So again, uh, I, I also have a, another really um, piece of advice for people is I find that I, I love helping people. And I, I will say the, the entire time doing this, help, 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 because then people trust you when they trust, they buy something. But I find when I help people, one in every 10 people I help will help me back. Now, that might mean they tweet it out. That might mean they write me in a comment. That might mean they purchase my product. But one in 10 people that I help will help me back. And these are people that I've truly helped. One in every 100 people that I help will turn into a financial relationship. So I help 100 people one of those hundred will turn into a financial relationship. Now I help a thousand people and one in a thousand people will turn into a very strong, I call a multi-million dollar relationship where they will make me at some point in my life. That might not be right then, but over the course of my life, it will be a multi-million dollar relationship. So what does that mean for me as an entrepreneur? It means that I need to help three people every single day and mm. I'll be on my way to earning a million dollars every single year. Wow, that's a great formula. Now, this is very similar to websites and traffic and business. The more people you help, the more, you know, it's kind of like um, Wayne Gretzky, you know, you got to get up. You know, the greatest hockey player yeah. in the world. I, I know, I know. He, he's amazing, right? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Like you truly do. But also, if you don't get up to the plate and try, you won't ever hit a home run. If you're never helping people, people aren't, nobody's going to come to your website. Nobody's going to gain the trust. Nobody's going to care. So we've all also met the kid that sits and is like, hey, hey, want to do this? Want to do this? Want to do this? Want to do this? You'll do it once maybe just to get that person to shut up, but you'll never go back versus we also know that friend that always wants to help and is out there busting their butt. The guy who's your neighbor that comes over and, you know, loans their dolly over to you, things like that. You know, I'm just joking. That's a personal yeah, thing where yeah, Rick John, John did but, that for us. <laughs> but uh, I'm joking on that, but um, you know, the guy that comes over and, helps you and does things like that. That's the guy you want to help. That's the guy that you want to buy something from, do something. Builds that trust. Yep. Builds that trust. Very good, John. I love that formula. Three people per day to earn a million dollars. Okay. Correct. Where else so, are you taking us? Okay. Let's go on to the next one. So next is number five um, or sorry, number four. Network your way with leaders. If you want to be a leader in an industry, you need to network with other leaders. If you're brand new to the industry, work your way up or help your way up to the top. 
So you really got to help every single person and network your way up to the top people in the industry. The more you have relationships with top people in the industry, the more it will collapse and the more you can, you know, it, it just helps you out. Um, you know, I, I read a book recently um, called The Smartest Man in the Room. I don't know if you've ever read that. Uh, I, I, I'm not saying I recommend the book, but uh, it's basically about the story of Enron and how Enron happened. And the story of Enron, Enron happened because you went into Enron and guess who was on their board? Guess who was on their CEO? Guess who, I mean, very influential people, but you go onto their board and they have like the former treasury secretary, the former president of the United States, the former this, the former that, like name drop, name drop, name drop. Um, those things help companies. I'm not saying to become Enron, obviously, like that, we're not, we're not going for that. But I am saying, if you network with the top people in the industry that you're going after, those people will be some of your best advocates and some of your strongest supporters, even though they're competitors, I call them frenemies. Um, they have helped me to grow my traffic and grow my company. And as, as they see my company doing better and better and better, they want to get involved or purchase the company for you. So you're kind of setting yourself up for a perfect exit when you're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell you from the consulting industry that that principle is very true. Networking with the senior people and serving them and helping them uh, yeah. and being where they're at, whether it be the associations or the masterminds or the whatever it might be and adding value is absolutely true. Okay. Great stuff. Um, number five, master referral marketing and sales. Okay. Referral sales. Um, referrals are some of the best networking out there and the best sales out there. So the more that you can find people that will refer you business, those are gold. And I would say focus on that over working on paid channels, over working on this channel, that channel. Master referrals. And master people who are consistently pushing you business to help you grow your business. Yeah, very good. Any suggestions or examples in your that you don't mind sharing of how you do that? Yeah. I mean, some of the best ones is me networking with these other leaders. Um, when I network with these other leaders, they are very well known. And when they can't fulfill a service or product or this, they're going to refer it over to you because they love you. They trust you and you have networked your way into their small circle. Um, they will become your best things. And then also some of your customers are your best referral partners. If you have a customer that loves you and loves the product or service that you're putting out there, they will become the best advocates yeah. for your business out there. So really work that um, and set up referral agreements, set up, Hey, you know, commission structures, affiliate structures, ways that they can be incentivized because if they have a good experience, most likely their friends, their neighbors, their family, everyone around them are going to like that as well. Very good. This is gold, buddy. Thank you. Keep going. Yeah. Um, next, number six, visual marketing is key. People are very visually stimulated. Um, you wonder why Facebook has succeeded because of this little thing that's in front of you that you're on 24 seven. 
People need stimulation and typically visual stimulation is the best. That's why when you see that little Slack pop-up notification or the text message on your phone, you immediately have to do it. You have to touch it. You have to look at it. Visual marketing is key. So when you're on your business and building and growing your business, have amazing visuals on your website, have notifications, have everything you can do to get that customer coming back more and more and more and more. Have emails, have texts, have every possible solution to get them to come back to your business over and over and over. Now, this is very true uh, and key in marketing. So they used to say that you had to touch a business seven times. Now, now there's ranges from like 14 to 28 times. People touch your business before they will even purchase anything. Really? Visual, I think, helps that out a whole lot more. For right. example, when you put a video out on YouTube, if you do not capture a person's attention every two to three seconds, two to three seconds, click, they're gone. Click, they're gone. They are gone, 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 gone. So really focus around making visual marketing a key of your business and things that engage people and that they are visually stimulized, stimulated by. Yep. So um, number seven, if people don't click, you'll never convert them. Now, what I mean by this is so many people put up a blog post and they write a blog post and put it up. I have a little bit different of a theory when I'm marketing. I spend, so say I'm spending an hour on a blog post. I will spend 30 minutes on the title. To grab Literally, it. Just, just the title. If nobody clicks on that, if it's not engaging enough where they are willing to spend their time clicking on it, they will never see, touch, feel, hear, listen, or anything to whatever you're putting in front of them. So spend a lot of time on that first touch impression. Now, if it's, it's a blog post, it's the title. It might be the photo. If it's a social media, it's the first sentence or, some, or the image. If it's even like a Zoom link, like be creative about it. A meeting invite. If it's an email, it's the subject line. These things are so important. Uh, if people don't click, they'll never convert. Like your so title. Spend a lot that. of time on first touch promotion. Nine marketing tactics that help me get 179% more traffic. There, boom. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear about those numbers. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so um, that will get people to click. Once a person clicks, you have the trust in them because you've written something or put something in front of them that they trust and that truly helps them. Then they trust, then they purchase. Um, next is number eight. Um, have a process set up to walk people through the funnel that you want to put them through. Now I talked already about funnel. This is my second funnel and yeah. it's two of my nine. Have a process for setting people through. So I have, for example, when I add them to my email list, the third email that goes out is a call to action for a meeting with me or to chat with me or something to do with me. That's walking them, <clears throat> walking them through my funnel. And that funnel That's is great. a conversion funnel. So, and 
uh, you were going to say something. No, I, I love that. So the third, the first two, you know, the welcome, the intro, some value add, and then finally uh, some subtle or appropriate call to action, whether it be to meet with you or to, you know, whatever it might be. I love that on the third. Yep. So um, number nine is time or money. Uh, now we've already been over this one. Uh, I personally like creating content, create content that truly helps people and adds value to their lives. If you're not adding value to a person, they're going to leave. They're not going to purchase. And you just wasted hours, days, or potentially months, or even years of your life developing something that they don't care about because you didn't spend the time to actually think through what it takes to get a person to buy your product. Yeah. Here's one of my pet peeves. And I think it goes against exactly what you're saying. They ask for a friend request on Facebook and then they DM you directly asking, do you want to buy some Bitcoin or whatever? Oh, I hate it. On LinkedIn, people <laughs> are like, relationship. oh, hey, you're awesome. Oh, by the way, can you do this for me? It's yeah. like, dude, at least wait a week. But to <laughs> add some value to my life, I find a lot, usually those people I immediately unfriend yeah. um, and delete. If a person's not adding value to my life, they're not adding value to others' life. And if we all helped each other out a little bit more, the world would be so much a better place. Well said. So maybe this that ties in the question I wanted to ask you lastly, but what are the skills to be an online entrepreneur, to be an online marketing guru? What If you would give me one or two skill sets that you possess or that you've seen in the very best, how would you articulate that? Um, who skills, um, I'd say number one, yeah, number one skill is start today. There's a lot of people who sit and talk and talk and talk Mm -hmm. and talk and sit and plan and strategize and do this for months and sometimes years and, or you know, they talk about building a business or growing a business or doing this one thing or doing this one, that one thing. The people that I see standing out and the people who actually succeed are doing things. They're trying things. They're not afraid to fail because guess what? You're going to fail. Do you remember my story about how I blogged for nine months? Do you realize that probably took me four to five hours a day for nine months? I'd call that an epic failure. But you know what? I kept going and kept going and kept going and kept going and going and going. And I failed a million times since then. And I've started different startups and failed. And I've started this and failed. You you will notice that a lot of the billionaires list, and I use billionaires because it's pretty easy. Oh, they're, they're rich. They have it made. But I would say of the billionaires out there, I would say there is a large percentage of them who lost everything at some point in their life. Yeah. I mean, I I would beg to say probably like 40 to 50% of them have lost everything in their life and and got it back and gained it it all back. And I would beg to say there's probably 10% of them who were worth billions, lost it all, were negative billions, and then came back to earn more billions. So that that's not like being dealt, you know, good cards, bad cards. Yes. But those people are, they keep trying. And I feel it's very similar in lots of industries, especially in the mark online marketing industry. 
you're going to fail. And if you're afraid of failure, you're not going to do well in this industry because you're going to fail a million times over. Wow. A million things go through my mind on that one. Just the, the resilience that it takes to take failure, embarrassment, and keep charging forward and acting today, as you're saying, that is a tremendous skill set to have. Um, that's great. Okay. Anything else come to mind as far as advice? That was a, that was huge. That was a big nugget. Um, uh, oh, don't be afraid to be wrong. Uh, and don't be so sure that you're right, that you're not willing to try other things. Mm. Um, in the online marketing industry, um, you know, everything's always changing. Uh, if you focus on just one thing, you, that one thing could be taken away from you. For example, in the very beginning of my career, I focused a lot on Twitter and I mean, I still have millions and millions and I, across all of social media, I have tens of millions of followers. I have the blue check mark on every single thing. It used to drive my business millions of dollars in revenue. Now it doesn't even drive tens of thousands. Because it's so changed? It's changed. Over the past like five, 10 years, it's changed. So had I based everything and my entire business on that, um, I would have been in, in a bad spot. Yeah. Also, here, here's one more. Okay. Um, don't, bo- don't build your life raft on someone else's boat. Mm, or don't more. build your house on someone else's land. Say more. So uh, just... I mean, it's the same type of principle. Sometimes we build, you know, uh, all our entire net worth on Facebook or being an Instagram celebrity or, you know, building our entire, you know, base of, you know, everything on Amazon. I had a company called organize.com where 94% of all my sales were through Amazon on amazon.com. One day Amazon came, they tried to buy us. We said, no, two weeks later, they shut us off. Bam. That was $84 million a year in revenue gone like that in one day. Guess what? A month later, I was the guy who laid off 78 people in one day. That story told me that one. Okay. Worst day of my life. Yeah. But like I built my house on someone else's land that I didn't own. Right. And that was a huge mistake that I will never make again. Now you can rent land on there and have it a part of your strategy, but don't have your entire house and net worth built on on someone else's land. Wow. That's a good one. Wow. John, the value that you've added today and the insights are fantastic. I really appreciate your time. If, if people want to get a hold of you, where do they find you? I'm, I'm online. I'm John Rampton. If you just Google my name, you can come to johnrampton.com at John Rampton. I'm on Facebook, wiki, wacky, blah, 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 every single network. I'm the exact same. Um, you can also, uh, I'm calendar.com. Um, and then I'm a part of many other companies. So, um, you know, stock me online, connect with me. <laughs> yeah. so. Hey, you're awesome. Really appreciate the time today. Take care, buddy. Right, thanks guys. Cheers. Right, see ya.